Anthony Richardson looking like a quarterback as he's done. Did the Fly Eagles fly? He's taunting the fans. Yeah, led a couple scoring drives. Okay. You know, he only completed like six passes, but one of them yep. was an absolute uh, dot. He looked decent tonight. 24 nothing. I was trying to do the math in my head. All right, so I'm looking pretty good here, actually, on this under. We haven't mm-hmm. had scoring in like two and a half hours yep. Yep. in Atlanta, Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett looked great. Four of four over 80 yards. Again, uh, one of those didn't have a ball hit the ground tonight. And then we haven't had a whole lot of offense since. So that's a good thing if you bet an under, obviously. Yep, yep. Good things. Good wish things. they uh, wish they put that what we t- what we said about that game on social media instead. That was a was a lot better one there. Thanks, Mario. Luigi's done a better job today. Now, now you see, you're making me oh, make man. the joke. Now it's your fault. It's a good joke, though. Well, yeah. love you, Mario. You know who I don't love today? Who? Colin Morikawa. You knew it was yeah. going to happen. He shot a 61 today 61. in the opening round at the Tour Championship. He's atop the leaderboard. You guys know this already. I have a love-hate relationship with Colin, which has pretty much become hate because every time I bet him, <laughs> he costs me money yes. in the most heartbreaking fashion. Yep. When I don't, you know, and I don't even like you might not even end up winning this weekend, but I just want a guy in contention. I just mm-hmm. want him like, you know, I just like to sweat on Sunday. Never get it. Never yep. get it when I bet. Do you him. want to sweat or do you want to win on Sunday? Well, See, that, to I me, want to win, who but cares I just, about a sweat? You know, like, well, with golf, Overrated. I just want a guy in contention. I just want a reason to watch because I'm going to watch anyway. I just want a good rooting interest because you're getting crazy odds usually anyway, especially in this tournament. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, didn't do anything. So that sucks. Well, you know didn't what? Didn't do anything at all in this tournament. Golf outrights are some of the hardest things to hit. Week zero, damn it. Yeah. Week zero. <laughs> I love te- that. That's always time, what you get to come back to. It's the best part. Who cares? It's Utep, week zero. The over. We got Navy. There's no reason to even. Never mind. I was going to say something. <laughs> Giving it all out. All the candy. All the things. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Don't do it. Yep. Save some surprises, you know? Oh, don't worry. Act surprised. Act two. Act, Act two on Saturday, I do with no shirt. Oh, even better. There you go. I got a new tattoo, too. What's it say? Um, Is it finally Scott Lynn's face on your your body? Number, like you promised? It says number eighty seven. Number eighty seven. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he won yeah, me a lot sense. of money. I had the Chiefs really big in the Super Bowl. All he's been doing all training camp pretty much is just kicking the crap out of people. Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. You know, like he's becoming a grumpy old man. I think. I, I think it's like you know he keeps hearing people say, "How much longer can he do it?" And he's you know in his mid thirties, and he's going to continue to do it because that guy is a freak of nature. He says he just keeps working on his core muscles. Hey, the core makes all the difference in the world. It really does, though, man. Yeah. If you work on the core every day, yep, you're going to be a healthy, healthy person. Yep. It makes all the difference. And a little yoga, a little yoga in there every once in a while. Absolutely. All right, you know a, a team Dan that's Matthews. got a you know a team that's got a nice core. See what I did there? The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. How about that? The NFC South, we look at once again a team here that has a very big upside and that has a, uh, you know, an opportunity to be a worst to first. That would even, they wouldn't even really be. I don't know if I'd consider them a worst to first if they won the division, right? Because they still won seven games last year. Yeah. Worst to first, feel like it comes from farther down the list than that. But whatever. It doesn't matter. That's semantics at this point. Best case scenario for the Atlanta Falcons. It goes actually around Arthur Smith first and foremost, right? Maximizes those Falcons' weapons on offense. We know they have a lot. That then leads to double-digit wins. They win the division. And then this is a team that goes to the playoffs and, you know, wins with the inexperience at quarterback and Desmond Ritter because they have so much else around them. Because the one thing that Arthur Smith loves, right, it's that offense having versatility and and personnel that can go all over the place. And in some ways, it's it's kind of like the 49ers offense, where you've got guys that you can plug into, into different spots. That's what they're going to have to do again, but we know they're going to run the football a lot, right? Yeah. Lowest design pass percentage in the NFL last season, 49%. They're the only team that threw the ball less than half the time. And in the NFL, 
we know that just nobody does that anymore except for a team that's got all these weapons. I expect them to do it again, but I expect it to be even more creative this time around. Yeah, my grandpa Gordy were still alive. God bless his soul. He would love Atlanta, man, and he would love this offense because we never got to throw the ball. But uh, I love Atlanta this season. Over eight and a half wins, plus 120 to make the playoffs. You already said everything you need to say about the offense. They spent a bunch of money on the defense. Reason I like them, they play the second easiest schedule, next only to the Saints, so I also like a bit this season. And like last year, they played the NFC West and the AFC North, two really tough divisions. This year, uh, the AFC South and the NFC North, two divisions that are going to be down, to say the least. So I think best-case scenario, they win me a lot of money, and uh, they get back to the playoffs because they're going to be exciting as hell. you got Bijan, Tyler Algier is still great, Patterson's really fun, Kyle Pitts maybe scores more than four touchdowns finally. And Drake London, especially the first half of the season, he didn't even drop a pass. He looked really good, man. And see, that's the thing with them, too, is as much as, like, who cares what's going on now? They're down 24 nothing. They didn't play any starters, we know, like, except for Taylor Heineke, who may end up starting at some point for them. Just watch out. Just saying. But, like, I do want to see what guys like Drake London can do and yeah. Kyle Pitts can do. Right, you want to see what is going on on this broadcast? A lot of big hats. Justin Kutcher, the play-by-play guy for the Falcons for the preseason, former Wizards play-by-play and guy, mustaches. wearing a, a mustache right now. I don't know what's going on. Big hats, mustaches. This is how you know it's a blowout, and you're doing everything you can on the home team broadcast to just distract everybody from the team being down twenty. They don't know the big story right now. There's still a lot of reasons to watch this game. There's we got four minutes, eight this seconds to go, and we got a total to sweat out. So uh, what was take it off like? the big hats. You, did you get it when it ballooned up to forty-five? No. Oh, okay. oh, the live bet. Yeah, yes. the live one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Preflop is still live too, though. Live. The live bet that I have is is is. It's like forty. Yeah. It was the total was forty five, wasn't it? Forty five and a half. Forty five and a half. Yeah. Oh God. Even sidelines doing the. Okay. I don't. This, Scott, why are they wearing mustaches? Do we know? Do you have an idea? I don't know, unless it's some sort of. Uh... <laughs> Arthur Blank thing. Maybe I'm honestly is. not sure. Might... I guess it is time I... for me to turn on the caption. <laughs> I think it's probably just... good. I think it's just because everybody enjoys a good mustache, right? I mean, would you Actually, ever grow you know a mustache? I mean, Arthur Smith. Fun. Arthur Smith. Had di- I, I read oh. about this a little bit ago. Okay. Arthur Smith is uh, in his uh, early to mid 40s, mm-hmm. and he made a choice to grow a mustache. That's unfortunate. And, uh, local reporters were like. What are you doing? He's like, well, I'm t- thinking I'm getting into this. So yeah. I believe that's why they're doing gotcha. it. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, my wife won't let me get a mustache. Not no? Allowed. No, she's like, you can't do that. Yeah. She's like, you're probably right. Same here. Oh, by the way, uh, live total, I'm sorry, live total was 48, but the, uh, oh, or, I'm sorry, 45 and a half. Okay, still. But the preflop was 38 and a half. It's 24 nothing. And after placing that bet, I didn't even realize this. Everybody should go over to BetMGM right now. They have the 50% uh, kickback, too. So I got an extra $200 in my account that I didn't even know about. It's like a little gold just popping in there. I love this company. BetMGM, I love you. You know what I'm going to do with that money? We're going to bet the over in the UTEP game one more time, even though it's got past 54. We talked about that with Reed. I agree. I like the over in that game, too. But, yeah, I didn't even notice I had a little bit more money, and this one's scheduled to hit. Did they settle for a field goal there? Uh, Yes, they did. All right, so the under's looking good both Still live. Still in a good spot. Yeah, it was not looking good after that first quarter. I know. The Steelers. Know. The were... pace slowed down really quick because all of a sudden you had uh, yeah. no starters out there for the Steelers. They're so like, okay, yeah. that's enough. Yeah, and God We've bless, done enough here. God bless Atlanta for not playing anybody tonight, but that won't be the case this season when they go over. Eight and a half wins. Going to be a lot different during the regular season when they're actually playing all of their starters. All right, the Carolina Panthers, the best case scenario for them is just simple, right? This is There's not a ton of high expectations for this team. Maybe in-house there is. We saw them win seven games last year. We saw them obviously improve and run the ball relatively well. 
But for them, the most important thing in the best-case scenario is they come out of this season with the line protecting Bryce Young. Bryce Young stays healthy. The Panthers' offense grows as the season goes on. And he wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. And he's only 5-1, to one, so it's not like that's going to be something that's got a ton of value. If you've bet it, great, but it's not. we're not looking at like Jameer Gibbs even double that at 10-1. to one. The thing here is that's the upside. That's probably the ceiling for this team. And then Frank Reich really spreads out that the offense as much as he can. They relied a lot on tight ends and running backs that he's done before, making plays kind of as receivers and get the ball to the playmakers here and give Bryce Young an opportunity, protect him, sort of like we talked about with Jordan Love. I've said with Sam Howell, some of these younger quarterbacks, get the ball out of their hands quickly, give them opportunities to get out there and make plays and just stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, like, what is the goal for Carolina this season? Obviously, you're in you're in a rebuild right now. You have your young quarterback in Bryce Young. But last season, even after trading away Christian McCaffrey, remember, they were really competitive. They even mm-hmm. had a shot to make the playoffs. Now, DJ Moore's gone. You bring in Adam Thielen. Terrible injury for DJ Shark. So I don't really love the wide receiver room or the offensive line. But, man, if that defense could be top 15... And then, like last year, I thought it said a lot that they didn't trade away Brian Burns, who was still a really good pass rusher in this league. You bring in, you know, Von Bell. They just have to stay healthy. Like, is J.C. Horn going to stay healthy? Because he was a first-round pick at defensive back. Um, I think their goal should actually be the same goal as Atlanta's. Like, we want to make the playoffs. We want to win 9-10 games, even though it's year one. Evaluate Bryce, because next year you got to get him some better weapons. Adam Thielen at 30-whatever can't be wide receiver number one, you know? Like, that's that's their goal, but realistically, you know, you look at this and say, rookie right. quarterback, first year, bad O-line. Yeah. They're going to try to run the ball as much as they can, but it's – I if they win eight games, I'd consider that a success this season Same. for that team. And then, look, it's still an improvement over last year. As, as the season went on, they got better. So we did see that again. Good defense, too. The New Orleans Saints, best-case scenario. Now, this is my favorite to win the division. This is a team that I think they could win double-digit games, be a playoff team, because they were a top-five offense last year. But now you've added Derek Carr. We're not scoffing. We're not laughing at Derek Carr. Derek Carr has become this punching bag in the NFL. And I understand he's not Aaron Rodgers, right? He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not insert franchise quarterback here. But you know what he is? A big-time upgrade from what they've had there since Drew Brees retired. If you get back to the 2019-2020 Derek Carr, quarterback rating getting back over 100 for the season, Saints offense moves into the top 10. You've got the weapons. You've got guys. Chris Olave could be in for a monster, monster season this year. Oh, yeah. You match at least similarly that defensive production that you got a lot from last year. If you've got an offense that can kind of at least, kind of at least, keep pace with a great defense, this is a double-digit win team, and they could even possibly win a playoff game in the NFC. I don't think it's going to happen, but I think, like... It should be Super Bowl or bust for that team. Even though, I mean, people damn, your laugh. standards are way higher than mine. I'm no. just looking at the damn division. And you know how I feel <laughs> about Derek Carr. Like, good, serviceable, not great. But, I mean, Matthew Stafford goes to the Rams. They win a Super Bowl because he could push the ball down the field, and they had a bunch of talent on the offensive side of the ball. They just couldn't get over the hump. And the Saints, like, they've been putting off this rebuild. They've been cap hell for years. Like, last year I went over on the win total because Jameis the year before looked really good, and with him they were 5-2. and two. He only threw three picks, 14 touchdowns. Then he looked bad. Um, obviously, like Andy Dalton's not your guy in 2022. So this year, you bring in Derek Carr. You have so much talent, man. You have Kamara. You have Jamal Williams. You have Chris Olave, who might end up being a top-five receiver in this league. Michael Thomas, I know he's lost a step, and he's never healthy, but he's a great number, too. Juwan Johnson could be a breakout tight end. You still have Taysom Hill, and then you have a top-five defense. You know what I mean? So the goal should be in a weak mm-hmm. conference, in a weak NFC, go to the Super Bowl because I mean that defense is good enough it just 
can Derek Carr limit the turnovers and, uh, you know, yeah, uh, be a better option than Taysom Hill, Andy Dalton, anything else they've thrown out there since Drew Brees? That would ruin it for your Cowboys, though. Exactly. So we don't want that. I'm not going to bet it. I'm just saying. I played against them in Madden last night, and I was like, damn. <laughs> that's, that's what it comes down to. Got a bunch it of had to be Madden. Madden. There Derek you go. Carr was making the throws. <laughs> hey, listen, like, if it happens in Madden, it's real life. All right, the Tampa Bay Bucks, the last team in the division. Best case scenario for them, Tom Brady comes out of retirement. No. It's, they, it's, honestly, let me take this one. Let me steal right, this. Go ahead. Best case scenario, even if like Baker Mayfield's good, he's never going to be good enough to win a Super Bowl. You could clip that. Um. Best case scenario, they win one game and they draft yes. Caleb Williams. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. That's I'm taking. Tank, I'm tank, 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 yeah. tank. Baker Mayfield, I'm in, in the same boat as you. This team does still have a lot of weapons. They almost need to hope for injuries. They need to hope for what happened to the Rams last year, where it's like, you know what? We got some injuries. Let's shut everybody down. We got our first-round pick, and we want to get Caleb Williams here. And it changes yeah. or the whole May. dynamic. Or Drake May, but probably Caleb Williams <laughs> if you can have him. And then the whole JJ dynamic changes. JJ, listen. Kidding. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, if he's the number three overall pick. And they Quinn have Ewer. There's so many guys like Tyler Van Dyke. There's gonna be there's some good quarterbacks in this yeah. class, man. Like even if you're not terrible but bad. Arch Manning, no, not there yet. No, he, we're not there yet. We might not see Arch Manning next year either. We might see Malik Murphy. I don't know. Mm, I, no, we're gonna see Arch. Come on, come I, on. You I do can't think not do I do it. think that if Quinn Ewers like sucked, like he had that four week span last year where he couldn't complete fifty percent of his yeah. passes, I don't think we would get Arch though. This team's. They've good. got a lot riding on the line. I don't think they go true freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, another team in the NFC that has the same should have the same uh, ceiling, if you will. The Arizona Cardinals. They're already trying. They made two trades today alone. Tank, 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 tank. It should be the Bucks. It should be the Cardinals. Two teams in the NFC that are saying, oh, we want to either tank all the way for Caleb Williams or we're going to use the number one overall pick as trade bait at least like the Bears did. Just get out of this. I think best case for them, Kyler's like, you know what? I'm just going to play for 2024. I'm going to work on my health. I'm not coming back because if he comes back, they might mess around and win a couple games because yep. I think that he's... I think he's underrated. I know that he plays video games and this and that, but when he's healthy... You play video games, so it's okay. When he's healthy, though, he's awesome, man. Um, not, I mean, he's good. So I think that that's best case, is he just sits out this year. Although, because if they get the number one overall pick, do they go quarterback? I know we've talked about that a bunch. I think they do. Or do they go uh, Marvin Harrison? I know he's a receiver. But, but if you add Marvin Harrison to the mix with, with Kyler, Kyler Murray, Murray, or you do the really smart thing and you trade down a little bit and you get multiple picks for a team that needs a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, a by the way, Marvin Harrison, 25-1 to 1, Heisman. 